Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, welcome to The Sportive. This is episode 18. Um, Brandon's gone this week, so this podcast will be unfocused and probably terrible. We're, we're going to depend on our guest this week to save us, Parker Hageman. Welcome, Parker. Hey, thanks for having me back. Uh, we're just we're just happy you're here, man. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. Uh, Clarence and Stu are on the line. Say hi, guys. What's up, fuckers? <laughs> <laughs> hey, sports buddies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have fun here. Oh, the roles are reversed. Oh, boy. <laughs> Anybody who's listening to this podcast for the first time is like, what are they laughing about? <laughs> this is stupid. Yeah. Uh, before we get started, I want to give a shout-out to this week's sponsor, uh, Andrew Brizgornia, a fellow Twinkietown writer for with me and Stu, actually, at BrizTwinkietown on Twitter. He decided this week he wanted to be our second biggest sponsor, and we told him that the current second biggest sponsor had donated a dollar, so he donated one dollar and one cent. So thanks, Andrew. We appreciate uh, it. You're 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 now second on the right list. Donation. We're 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 proud of him. Thanks, Andy. I call him Andy. We're we're pretty tight. You got a good vibe. Um, so I think the main topic of the podcast this week is going to be hashtag Stearns County party bus. The, yeah. the idea that was Parker just reminded me was germinated on and the episode of the sport of that he was, it here was conceived right here at the end of April at this table. Yeah. 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 We, were we took, right I here. believe we took the, like the baseball was the wiener <laughs> and a road trip was the vagina. And we put those two together and conceived the Stearns County Party Bus Baby. Oh, yeah. yeah. All over so, the place. Wow. The beer, I think beer was the semen, um, <laughs> and our brains were the ovaries, and, I, okay, I think I'll just stop right there. That's the end of it. Yeah. yeah, you wouldn't want that to get weird or anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I sense there's, like, a lot of jealousy between the two here, Stu. Yep. It's uh, John and Clarence did not get the opportunity to uh, to traverse the bus with us. Yeah, Clarence couldn't go on the party bus because he's old and has children. No. And I couldn't go on the party bus because I was covering soccer for the newspaper of the Twin Cities, and that has to be the worst reason for missing anything ever. So I, I was a, a kid's I, birthday party is what I had, yeah. Oh. Uh, I was embarrassed. I was sad. Just, I... So I regret many things about so my life. So disappointed in you guys. And you missed yeah. so much. All right. So 
this idea was started on the sportive, mm-hmm. then turned into reality mostly by you, I think. You were right. sort of the organizer. So I think a, a week or so after you know we, we talked about it, I emailed you guys as Queen Bee, Michael Rand, right? yep. and I said, hey. Our <laughs> podcaster Emeritus. Yeah, right, you know, the, your source for power. Yep. I uh, emailed him and I said, hey, how about this as an idea? We go, we pick out a Northwoods League team, you know, somewhere in the general area of the Twin Cities. Uh, they've got these party decks that have, you know, all-you-can-drink beers. And, you know, we just turn into a bunch of debauchery and uh, take, you know, we were going to do it with, like, six people. And then it turned into, like, well, who's going to drive? <laughs> Nobody wanted to drive. So, like, how do we get there without driving? Let's get a party bus. So... Got the party bus, and I want to give them a shout-out. It was Platinum Transportation, uh, buddies of mine. Uh, you can go to msppartybus.com uh, if you're ever looking for a party bus. If you need cities. a way to drink without driving, but let me, let msppartybus.com. Let me paint the picture of the party bus for you. So we start at the Eden Prairie, mall, Eden Prairie Center, which is the best mall in, in Minnesota. In Eden Prairie. When you say the, the best mall, mall in Eden you Prairie. think of Eden Prairie Center. And so we got on this bus, and John Bonus, the Twins Geek, who I understand is going to be on next week. Yeah, and I don't know if he's going to class us up or we're going to bring him down to our level. I think the latter is probably more likely. Yeah, I, ho- I hope so. So we so get on this bus, and, uh, sure. and we bring some kegs on, and the bus is vibrating and shaking the entire time up 94, right? So we're not even really drinking any beer along the way. It's just this foam cup that we're just having. Everybody's filling up a foam <laughs> cup. And at one point, I fill up a phone cup, and John Sharkman, who also, I think, has been a guest here. He has been a guest, yeah. You know, he's wearing a nice, fancy outfit. He's got a sport coat. He's got some nice, shiny shoes. So I'm standing by him. I'm filling up my keg cup full of foam. I take a step away. The bus window's open, and it just sends the entire foam glass onto his shoe. (laughs) I felt bad for like a second, but then I was like, that's not what you wear on a party bus. That serves you right, John Sharkman. (laughs) Not in St. Cloud, not on a party bus. We're, we're, We're not thinking... Super duper Canada yeah. style here. We're thinking Melrose. Right, right. Get get back to your Melrose yep. mindset. Let's go Stearns County here. <laughs> That's where it's going. That's why it's hashtag Stearns County Party Bus. So yep. I decided to take the crew and uh, light the Roman candle at MC's Dugout, which is uh, kind of a – it's been a place for me. I'm a St. Cloud State graduate. We always start things off there for the night when you want it to go downhill really fast. Which is every night. Yeah, which is – well, yeah, it's just a standard. So we, we get there, meet up with Stu, who's just got the biggest grin on his face. Yeah, when He's does so Stu happy. come into this? Is this at the dugout? He, he met us at the dugout. And uh, we had, a, we yeah, had what, 18 people. So we had this group that divided in half at the bar. One half went and got pitchers of beer. The other half went and got the famous hairy buffaloes. Now, what is a hairy buffalo? Stu, why don't you explain what a hairy buffalo is as our St. Cloud correspondent? Um, straight booze with a little fruit juice in it, basically. Have you ever had like a... I, and I don't know if this is a politically correct term, a WAP party in college where you just throw a mm-hmm. bunch of cheap, like usually the white alcohols, vodka, gin, rum, triple sec, and then you throw in like some Kool-Aid. That's basically what it is. Don't it's, you at some I point believe, pour it in a watermelon too? Or do I have that wrong? Uh, yeah, you throw, you throw like fruit chunks, you throw in pineapple. We and put them in like bathrooms, in yeah. t- bathtubs, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, but in this case, I believe it's gin, vodka, rum, uh, triple sec, and then there is some fruit juice thrown in there. And there's, like, variations on it, but the primary one, it's basically like there's some grenadine and maybe a little 7-Up or something just to take the edge off. But it's just booze. Mm-hmm. Pure, pure booze. It's a party and, starter. Uh, yeah, I so think, it's, it's sort of yeah, like the fishbowl that the Ord Sergeant Preston. It's the size. primer button, yeah. yeah. You press the yeah. primer button a few times, and then you pull the yep. choke, and then mm-hmm. you get yep. things started. Yeah, I get it. That is exactly what happened. 
Yep. And, uh, yeah, I think about half of us had that. The other half had beer. And oddly enough, the ones who had the hairy buffaloes were the ones who were yelling at random golfers about two hours Having later. Having fun, quote-unquote. I think we'll get to that yeah. story at some point. So you're at MC's dugout. How long are you at the dugout? Just for the round, because we had to get to the game, which was like yep. 6-10. And it, this is at like 5-45. Because yep. you so. can't miss first pitch. Right. Well, you game. know, because you got the deck and you've got the free or the dollar beers. You just oh. want to take advantage of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I agree with you. Yeah. All right, so you're at the dugout. You go to the game. Describe a little bit the experience of being at a St. Cloud Rocks game. What kind of park are we talking? What kind of where's the park? You know, it, it's actually a really nice park. They play in Joe Faber Stadium, and it's a it's a nice. I don't own that park. Is that what's the yeah? So Dick so they're the same complex, but they're what right they did is they remodeled Joe Faber to have like the party deck and kind of you know added the okay. concourses and stuff. So they moved the team like three years back over to that one. Wasn't Dick Putts the bigger one before? It was. that's where we right. played all our, yeah, and they played a Class A state baseball, yeah. high yep. school baseball tournament there, and yeah, it was the bigger one. So, okay, so that's still there. This is just now the nicer one. Yeah, Dick, Dick Putts is now it. just town ball and high school stuff, I think. Got it, okay. So we go there, and they've got an awesome party deck. I mean, I highly recommend, if anybody's in the greater Stearns County, St. Cloud area, check out mm-hmm. a game. You know, it's like 22 bucks, 26 bucks to get out of the party deck you know and you can get all you can eat food and this is all included all included wow. all you can eat food and dollar beers the whole time right so you're on there just wow. having the dollar beer so we had to get there to get all that food and all that stuff in us but in the story about the party deck that maybe i'll let Stu tell about you know the proximity to the neighboring golf course all right that was so kind of yeah is the, the party deck down like the, the left field line or something it's on the third baseline yeah. on the third yeah. baseline it's a nice long part i mean you know it's a it's a nice area it's very well done and a okay. nice Place. So I highly recommend anyone go to a St. Cloud Rock. And Stu game. did not throw out the first pitch, right? We didn't get there for first pitch. No. He was going to pick the no. beer batter, which we also missed the opportunity to do because we showed up a little bit late. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you guys. Worst party bus ever. This is going well so far. Yeah. I love this story so far. So, all right, we're on the party deck. What's happening next? Stu? Um, let's see. I believe uh, we were, we're just kind of hanging out there. There's a bachelorette party. We're having our dollar beers. Um, for, in, in my case, $2 beers because they had a Third Street out of Cold Spring had their uh, craft beers. And I'm, you know, too good for Michelob Golden Draft Lights <laughs> and Coors Light. Sorry, Parker. Hey, yeah, that's silver bullets. That's what I'm drinking right now is the Third Street, by the way. So that's nice. That's just, yeah. You know, we yeah, criticized Parker, good, good but he brought... He brought a bunch of flying dog beers. I, I brought the beer ho- of Holly Mantus at Holly Mantai. Yeah. Hey Holly, good job. So if Holly's listening, um, we're drinking your beer. We actually hey, haven't Holly. started on your beer specifically yet. We've been drinking other beer, but we'll get to your beer we'll during there. this podcast. Yeah. We'll All right. So, All right. so, so yeah, we're we're you know just having a good old time eating our you know chicken breasts and hot dogs and. Wieners. Uh, plates of plates and plates upon plates of nachos. Stew shotgun and, beers. Um, is he actually shotgunning beers? No, not yeah. yet. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Benny, C, Benny C50 might have been shotgunning beers. Benny, Benny was into it pretty good. By that <laughs> he was he was drinking three beers at a time in that, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he was, I think he could, so he was that well, guy. He had two, he had two yeah, I think he had two hairy buffaloes for his. Uh, account that he had had two of them to everybody else's one and one is plenty so So at at this point benny is trying to have as much fun as everyone else put together (laughs) right pretty much yeah he had his a game 
He had yeah. He was, he he was talking game six basically. He's, he was he was he put the team on his back to carry us. He's six hundred at the turn, and everybody else is struggling for even yeah. par. So um, and off of the uh, as we were uh, talking about, off of the uh, third base line is the VA, VA. The Veterans Administration has a golf course over there. It's fairly nice, and there were people uh, to some golfing over there. It's just a guy and his buddy, and he is just struggling with like five G's struggling. <laughs> and um, I think John Sharkman instigated it. And I mean, just the uh, the verbal abuse that was being heaped upon him was just Wait, oh, was, were they brutal. A VA golf course? Are they veterans that are playing? I mean, no, in a wheelchair. He's like that's inappropriate. No, <laughs> no, no, I mean, if he's struggling because he doesn't have, you know, he's in a walker no. or something. That's one way. War vet. Way to laugh. Yeah, yeah and I, I, I was thinking that at the time, but then it just became so funny that it just okay. didn't matter. And so, yeah, but yes, we're the bad guys here in any in any case. But no, he had he had two arms, two legs, and he did not have noticeable PTSD. This so, wasn't um, a Metallica video. Uh, okay. No, no, it was not a video for one. No, I would say the guys are like eighteen to twenty-two type guys. They were wearing like long yeah, baggy exactly. shorts. They look uh, like you know okay. punks at the yeah. mall type thing. All right, yeah, a bunch of. Bu- they're a bunch of bums, actually. I feel good about it now. Um, no, but and, and I believe John Sharkman started the heaping of the verbal abuse, and the guy totally just flopped one. I mean, it was just it was ugly. Popped out and to popped course, out to the pitcher. Yeah, exactly. So so the verbal abuse just became you know we doubled down on it, and he took a drop and shot again, and he just. Uh, completely just, you know, chili dipped it basically, and it was just, oh, no. oh, it was beautiful. So, yeah, and then they just kind of like, you know, went down the. He, wa- he walked past the second shot. He was like, I'm not going to be anywhere near these guys anymore. <laughs> yeah. He meekly walked away, and that was that was it. But it was funny because his, his buddy was giving us the bro, what up? What are you going to do about this? <laughs> what are you yeah. you going to come across yeah. the fence here, guys? <laughs> And there's, there's like, like 25 people on this party deck. Just <laughs> just, ready to... That made us laugh so hard. So for, just saying the guys. You know. That's uh, so for them to come and like fight you, it would have cost them twenty six dollars. But they would have gotten yeah. all they could eat yeah. after losing all their yeah. teeth to all these drunk people yeah. who can't feel pain anymore. So, if we... yeah, but there were eight, 18 of us. I mean, a couple of them, you know, were ladies, but they could have taken care of themselves. I think, and well, mm-hmm. Benny. And Probably saw thirty six of us. So I mean, you, but, <laughs> well, let me let me take a step. I'm really back. sorry, so, Benny. <laughs> you saw the bachelorette party. Did anybody co-mingle? Was there any sucking for no? A buck or, you know, they're no, not sucking no. Buck or they had like central that. Minnesota yeah, booties. Yeah, they were on a different level of the deck, and also uh, my wife and kids were there in a different section of the park too. Uh, so huh. at least. At least myself, I was more well behaved. At least at that point in the evening, at the last play, it was a little different. But um, I understand. So nobody so yeah, in the group was, was a, hitting on this bachelor party. Not one not person. One. No, <gasps> they were, again, they were. I mean, it's a bigger. It's a multi-level deck actually, and we were on really? the top level, and they were on the bottom level. And yeah, it just seemed like it. We were closer to where the beer and the food were. They were closer to where the game was, if that makes sense. Yeah, huh. it doesn't. No, no, not in any way. But that's all right. If we went to the red carpet afterwards, we might have seen them. But no, we, yeah. yes. 
That is correct. I was really kind of, when I saw the tweets about there's a bachelorette party here, I was really hoping that we'd have some awesome yeah, I story. Yeah, there might be. Some yeah. twins blogger just completely striking out with a St. She was wearing like a wiener hat and somebody grabbed it like a big shaky thing. You know, she didn't dare well, The only person who was like single on the trip was Aaron Gleeman and he doesn't talk to girls. You know, he's got to get uh, no. Paul Allen to introduce him to girls and that's the only way. Well, Aaron, Benny, you know. Benny's got a girlfriend? Oh, yeah, no, that's right. He's single, but he was, yeah, way too many beers deep to yeah. yeah. Okay. I like how we're just throwing so, Benny under the we're throwing bus right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a good way to start. The so who won the game? Oh, uh, oh it was twelve. Murder, it was twelve to one when we left in the seventh. Because they play uh, Waterloo Bucks. Uh, I'm really hoping Waterloo. Clarence is going to come out with like a scouting yeah, report on yeah. either team right now. It was just not a good game for the hometown nine. They were just getting. Oh, did <laughs> Danny McSwanson <laughs> yeah, pitch for problems. Waterloo? That's what I'm hoping comes out of players right now. Law's top no. 50 uh, prospects yeah. in the Northwoods League. <laughs> no, I don't know any of them. How was the standard? Of, I mean, obviously, by the end of the game, you probably couldn't see the pitchers mound very well. Well, no, we but how, so, what was the standard of baseball here? Yeah, what's, hey, what's I mean, the Northwoods standard? I mean, you might be good at uh, give me a yeah, give me a level. In, in terms of that, level. so just to give you the idea of what the Northwoods League is, I, I know more people are familiar with the Cape Cod League, which is one of the leagues that a lot of the elite college prospects get invited to go play in. Right? Yeah, Freddie Prince Jr. Right, and, and you might have seen the movie uh, Summer <laughs> Catch. Matthew Lillard. Which is yes. the greatest movie ever, right? Yep. Yeah, the best baseball Brittany movie. Brittany Murphy possibly at her peak? Brittany yeah. Murphy, no. Pretty close to her peak. Oh, yeah, she was in Summer Catch. Was she? Yeah. Yeah, uh, she was the crazy girlfriend who oh, steals yeah. Matthew Lillard's pants girlfriend. on the mound or whatever. Oh, yeah. At her peak? I'm saying that with a question mark at the end, if you can hear me, my tone going up at the end. Was yeah, that at her peak? It's pretty close to Brittany yeah. Murphy's peak. Mm. So, Jessica Beale's peak? Oh, definitely. Yeah, Beale's Jessica Beale's peak, peak yeah. was like ten years long. So yeah. uh, that's a good point. Yeah. So that league. Getting back to your. Okay. I want to talk about I'm summer gonna, catch. I'm going to be more. the did, Brandon here. Did yeah. M Night Shyamalan write summer catch too, or was it? Just <laughs> yeah, just he's all, all that. Yeah, <laughs> that was the greatest that, news yeah. of the week, wasn't it? It's the most we confusing. We do need Brandon news back as the rodeo clown on this. Without Brandon, we need you back. Whenever you're not on the podcast, it's just an absolute. <laughs> Sorry, Parker. Okay, what level cluster. of ball is this? Yeah, let's get back. Yeah, fuck you guys. Um, I think that's your first swear of the podcast. Yeah, I, I forgot I wanted to do that. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to get any others out right now? Mm, we'll see. We'll, we'll right. get there. Just we'll throw them there. in the run of play. Yeah. So Make the Northwoods game. League is basically that version of it in the Midwest. So you've got a high level of uh, baseball talent. So it's it's decent enough to be like, all right, this is worth your time, especially when it's you can get six dollar tickets around the you know around the field. Sure. It's like Division One college baseball. Would you say it's a lot of Division One, and then a lot of Division Two in the area. So you do get okay. like the St. Cloud Mankato guys that uh, end up playing in the league. The higher end St. Cloud Mankato guys. Yeah, after. yeah, but it's the you know, if you're a ball guy, you like watching baseball, and you're in those areas, check it out. I mean, it's kind of fun. It's like a low A ball sure. type thing, a rookie ball type. You know, in be- some ways, it's like what college baseball should be, right? Right. In right. that. You know, John Anderson, the coach of the Gophers, has advocated for moving the Big Ten season to the summertime, mm. basically so they could play something like the Northwoods League. And sure. they use wood bats in the Northwoods League. I have right. that right, right? Right, exactly. So in some ways, it's a better version of Northern College Baseball. In the summer, every day, it's the way you'd want college baseball to be, but it can't be because they have to go to class. And, and you can have beer and party yeah. decks. You can't do that at Seabird. can't do that. They don't have the party deck. Yeah, no. they really don't. So, and, and then before we go into the rest of the story where Stu uh, tells us about how he fell asleep on the pool table at uh, the law, what, uh, what I'm going to say is that we should have another one of these trips coming up in August 
where we go down to like a Mankato, we check out, you know, take another look at another stadium and, and kind of give the full review of the league. You know, well, I I can guarantee you that I will be the Benny C fifty of that trip because I'll be trying <laughs> I'll be trying to make up for St. Cloud for missing that one, and by the time we get to Mankato, I won't. You know, baseball is there baseball happening today? That's that's going to be me. Yeah, that's that's going to be what happens. That's what we're going for. I'm just predicting that right now. Yeah. So you know, we, we skipped out of there about the seventh inning and then went to uh, DB Searles, which is uh, another cool downtown St. Cloud bar, right? St. Well, Cloud yeah. has multiple cool downtown bars. I mean, they're just you know they're in these it older does, buildings. Yeah. It's just kind of a nice. I don't know. It, it, you know, guy like yeah, me, the like part of town and, and yeah. Is it like the county bars? What are these bars like? Well, they're college oh, they're bars ninety percent of the year, except oh. for the summer. It kind of empties out. So, so there's nobody there. Right, right. It's like yeah, St. Paul it's when it's not hockey season. It's, it's St. Like Paul that. after 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. Well, St. Paul when it's not hockey season. Yeah. So we went there, and then we had to uh, go to uh, John Sharkman's old haunt, the La Playette in St. Joe's, right? All right. Which is a half hour down the road, I don't know, 20 minutes down the road, whatever it is, Stu. 20, right? 20 minutes right down um, the Division Street turns into County 75, and yeah, you just, it goes right into St. Joe. I hope everyone took notes on that. To- that was the most outstate part of the po- podcast we've ever had right there. Well, <laughs> you just take Main Street, Street out of town, and then it turns into County 7. But once you get to the fork, it's US 75 after that. So you take a right there. You're going to be headed towards Bellingham. So just keep on that. You're going to go down to the Rademacher's place and then take a left. You know where the Rademacher's is, right? It's a big red barn by the road. So you just take a left there. Sure. So we get to this place where apparently John had worked for a while, and his his football jersey's hanging up, and he's he's in like his Uncle Rico mode where he's like, hey, throw this football over them fucking mountains over there, and you know he's just working the bar, the townie, signing autographs, doing shots. That's when uh, this was what? our last stop. He did not sign an autograph. I don't know. He might have yeah, his phone number. I'm sure he did. Holy uh, shit! Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's incredible. Know. Holy crap! It's a lot of stuff going on. John Sharkman. Yeah, he's royalty. That, he is yep. royalty there. You yeah. got to remember that. If was John Sharkman sends me an autograph picture, I will hang it over the podcast. He, he was wor- yeah. You may have seen pictures on Twitter of him wearing a helmet. He he had a helmet on there. It was <laughs> that was his <laughs> helmet. I think it was pretty That's great. That's actually a great idea. We need like a podcast wall of fame. Everybody who's been mm-hmm. a guest here, like, sign a picture of themselves, and we'll put it up on the wall here. Anyway, keep going. DB Searles, where are we? No, 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 no. We're at the wall. No, no, this no, is no, the no. last stop. Uh, this is where things get all blurry. I think I had my worst yeah, pool game weird. ever. Yeah, I, I played pool. There weren't pool. actually any pool balls on the table. Yeah, well, yeah, I was just there by myself imagining yeah. things, and uh, yeah, we played a game there, and gosh, I, I remember uh, somebody handed me a shot, and then everything kind of went, hey, this is the rest of the night. <laughs> yeah, and that's exactly what happened to me. I remember I was playing pool, and I know I scratched three of the four times I, I tried I to I think shoot. you and I were on a team, to tell you the truth. <laughs> or maybe we weren't on a team. Ah. Yeah, but it was not, not the best game of billiards I've ever played. And, yeah, I had that shot, too, and... Pretty much right after that shot, I just remember me and my wife getting in our car and leaving. <laughs> oh, I've seen this movie. So you're playing pool in a small town bar. This is a Jodie Foster movie. Uh, this does not. No, end, no, 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 this does no. Not that end didn't well. happen. That didn't happen. No, to you? It, no, that didn't happen to me. So Good. okay. So I hope, it, I, I hope it didn't at least. Okay. What, what you missed, Stu, at the end of it is you know I'm trying to round everybody up to get on the bus, and we had to hightail it out of there. And I'm looking for everybody. I dive back into the bar a couple times, yelling at people. I got to pull Sharkman out of there because he's still signing autographs. And I'm like, oh man, where's Mike? Where's Michael Rand? You know he's gone too. He comes out of Gary's Pizza with two large pizzas for the bus. I'm like, you are a hero. You are a hero. Rand's Michael just Rand. like that. Yeah, that's awesome. 
So that well, uh, him in, um, I think it was him in uh, uh, CCF MRF. Um, Dan Murphy, Dan, I think. Yeah. yeah, I think they went over to because Gary's is across the way, as mm-hmm. I like to say, from the law, and it's not the law play; it's the law for the record. And um, they got a couple of pie, pies, and I think they got some some garlic cheese some bread. Some pizzas pies. too. Oh. Some oh, garlic oh, cheese bread. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I oh know. yeah, the, the Gary's garlic cheese bread is legitimate. It's, it's so it, underrated. It, P- cheese yeah. bread. If pizza wasn't around. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who needs the fucking sauce, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is right. Yeah, if so there was, if it wasn't for pizza, garlic cheese bread would be much more famous. Hmm. Fucking it's cheese bread is yeah. It's kind. I don't know what's a good. It's Jake Maurer of yep. the. <laughs> it's kind of. It's not like he's a terrible guy. He's a fucking good guy. What immediately oh, came to mind for me, awesome. and I don't know why this is, was pizza is Charlie Sheen, but garlic cheese bread is Emilio Estevez. <laughs> That could be. That's a terrible wow. comparison. No, I that's like a it. Terrible that's comparison. That, that's real. That is really actually pretty bad, John. Yep. That's about as bad <laughs> hey, as Stuart. it gets. Stuart, what does yeah, yeah. La Playette mean in French? You'll know this. I don't know. I'm asking. What does it mean in French? Um, I think the tenderness. Guillaume. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, I honestly don't know. Not not oh. maybe the platter. That would be my guess. The, the this is Stearns County, so. Yeah, Stearns French in, in Stearns County. I was trying to lay one up there. I thought maybe you'd have some. No, I had nothing. I had nothing. All right. All right. But yeah, they, and the, the, so anyway, I go home. I pass out. I'm told by my wife, God, you got sloppy last night, the next day. So that's, <laughs> oh, no. that's, how, my, that's how my night ended. So. Good work. But I believe the. You guys kept the party going on the way down, didn't you? Uh, yeah. the well, way we, back to the we had metro. an hour back, so we had to do something. And uh, John Bonus decided to fill that time with some dancing with his wife. Our uh, our bus came equipped with a safety pole. I'm uh-huh. using the air quotes on a safety pole, but it's uh-huh. clearly a stripper pole. Yes, you know, but sure. they said yes. safety pole. Everybody knows this. So yep. was John or the voice yep. of reason? Both using they the. They were all over the place, and we're listening to a lot of like the suburbs and the replacements <laughs> and all that stuff, but. Nobody cared. Everybody was shit-faced. So, yeah. was this, like, inappropriate dancing? Like, everyone was like, oh, my See, goodness, what are they doing? See, and John dance at any doing? point in time. It's inappropriate. <laughs> but, you know, it's just, it was kind of cute old couple dancing. Yeah. You know? It's like, like mom and dad dancing yeah, at the wedding, and yeah. you're like, wow, that's kind of cool. Right. And, and everybody else was hammered, so it doesn't matter. There was a lot matter. of vines of it that went around. and I didn't see any of those vines. Yeah, John probably... You know, I was probably contacted home. the government and had them. Uh, you know. <laughs> I was probably home after soccer, drinking by myself and crying because I missed out on this whole trip. So let's hear about your soccer trip then. Uh, Minnesota won two to one, scored in scored in the sixth minute of injury time. It was a really exciting game for all the fans. So and when everybody was injured, they still played. I we're not gonna do this thing where I explain soccer to you, Parker. It was a it was a great game. It was probably the most exciting game of the season, and it necessitated me throwing everything out that I had written at nine fifteen and starting over. Well, you had to do the uh, uh, control alt delete and everything, and yeah, race, pretty uh, much because it was like, oh, I wrote this whole story that was ready to go at the final whistle about how it was a disappointing draw with the last place team, and then they won. And oh, so here we go. So was it at the Metrodome? It was at the Metrodome. It was the final so game of the season. So it was at the on Metrodome. turf. So then, did they have to have knee transplants Screw you. afterwards? Screw or you. Did they, that Swamp Town and over in Germany, did they have to go and and do that because they were just what, what channel was the game on? I think it may be of Tivoed uh, NASL.com. Mm. What did you call NASL.com? <laughs> it was on the internet. Why am I? Oh, why am I the rep- the only representative for Minnesota United FC here? Why do I have to defend them? You're about the only fan in the state. That's man. just that's oh, just categorically snap. untrue. 
Okay. And I'll thank how, you. how many people would you say were at that game on Saturday? Uh, fifty-seven hundred, including my parents. Strangely, fifty-seven hundred people showed yeah. up, or is it kind of like uh, you know, Cub Foods bought out five thousand? No. Soccer's the fifth biggest team sport in America, Park. No, no, I believe it's it in other areas. Airport. We talked about Portland and some other uh-huh. places, but here, it's true. Okay, you really should give it a chance. Instead of just making fun of it. Our next field trip, guys, we need to go to a soccer game. They have beer there. Yeah, I got uh, I'll, I got this uh, this thing that I'll be over at um, with the... Clarence, with you people. say that, but you go to three soccer games a week. Yes, that's a four-year-old's soccer. I mean, it's not... It's, uh, but maybe it's the same as with the United. I've never seen a United game. I don't know. What well, maybe it's time to get on a party bus. They have a party deck there. It's just a oh. deck. It's not really a party deck. At but the Metrodome? No, at the National Sports Center in Blaine. Oh, I got to go to Blaine? Oh, I got to go to Blaine? Uh, Holy shit. That's, uh, you guys, that's the reaction a lot of people have. Yeah. Blaine is kind Blaine? of a problem for them. That's why they play Blaine is Minnesota's of- asshole. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> I always thought of that as, uh, well, I don't know. They got a, I got a state, like, it's up by Hallock, right? Yeah, <laughs> it, it really is quite far north. Maybe Malacca, yeah. yeah. And for Parker, who already drove two and a half hours to get here from Chanhassen. Yeah. I went through a lot of it. Yeah. So <laughs> so anyway, come out to a soccer game. I like it. But. So, so to wrap it up, the Stearns County Party Bus yep. was a So you, we're success. on the bus on the way back. Yeah. That was it. That's, uh, that's how I'm Just bonus it dancing I'm on not, the way back? I'm not going to pretend like anything else happened. There were no keg stands. There were keg stands. There were who no... Who did the keg, stand, the keg stands that didn't happen? There was myself. No, not myself. My sister and... Um, I think Benny C got involved in that. And then wow, was, are you still going on the there, bus back? There was a lot of like just passing the um, handle around and just squirting some beer in your mouth. Yeah. All right. So, all right. Hey, I, let me ask you this. This just came to me. This this is a revelation. Why haven't you set Benny up with your sister yet? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. We should probably do that, right? I'm asking. I don't know. I've never well, met either of them, but they're kind of in the same age group, and yeah. I don't know if they are. I mean, they could be. That's a good yeah. question. I'll have to. They were both there. Here, here's the deal. You guys have some free hands. Why don't you tweet at them both and uh, say, "Hey, set you guys up?" Question mark. I'm gonna do. Okay, you got it. I'm gonna yeah. do it now. Okay. <laughs> All right. So go back on Twitter and look at this because we're yep. we, we're gonna be matchmaker here. Right. So the sport of podcast is gonna bring two people together. All the listeners are invited to their wedding. and believe me there will be plenty of room in the church for all of our listeners so my final question about the party bus who was the mvp of the party bus the the whole trip oh man well and you both have a vote do you have a vote here too i'm gonna go with sharkman he he wore a charlie hustle uh pete rose t-shirt which was just pete rose standing you know with his hands up with charlie hustle around it and he had the sport coat i think he bought the first round of the harry buffs he bought the round of shots at the law and he was wearing a football helmet. So, so that's pretty much all you need. With John Sharkman. That's my vote. All right, Stu? I have to go with Benny. Benny was just, um, I, I was just impressed by his level of commitment to just taking the game to another level. When one Harry Buffalo would have been enough, he drank two. When one plate of nachos was enough, he had two. And <laughs> so on and so forth for the rest of the night. Just I was just him. He just kept going and... He lasted much longer than I did. So, Benny C50, my hero, my mentor, my friend. I I think 
Benny C50 is the breakout star at this point because you're yes. telling me that he was more hammered than everybody else when he got there, but he was also a player on the bus on the way back. Did Benny go to St. Cloud State? No, he's a North Dakota guy, I want to say. Um, yes, he's a UND guy. Yeah. With a liver like that, I would have guessed St. Cloud. He's a state school. You could definitely yeah, tell it's definitely a state a school. State school. Yeah. None of your Carlton's yeah. McAllister's. No, when guy. everybody else was trying to run it like it was a sprint, he ran it like it was a marathon, and he just paced himself. <laughs> yeah, but he ran it like he was yes. a Kenyan marathon. Right. right. Yeah, like, no, he did. full-out he sprint did. the yeah. whole way. <laughs> Props to you. Under two hours. Way to go, Benny C50. Raise our glass. <laughs> We're proud of you. All right, um, one other thing we wanted to bring up, Parker's T-shirt business mm-hmm. at DiamondCentric.com. Do I DiamondCentric.com. Great T-shirts. He's wearing one right now. Yeah. I want to drive the Zamboni with a picture of the the Nintendo hockey guys. Uh, I, they're unknown identified uh, Zamboni. Oh, sorry. I mean, they're just Zamboni oh, guys. Oh, I got it. Oh, come on. That game came out in 1986. Nobody's going to know it. Could so, be any of them. Yeah. Um, Brandon, who's not here tonight, but he did send me some t-shirt ideas, which I wanted to go through. Okay. Because most of them, I think they're great. Uh, number one, a photo of Matt Castle in the Barack Obama style with hope written underneath it. <laughs> so we, we have one for Rubio, yep. which is our hope. But this one, Matt Castle. Castle one. Okay. And right. his optional add-on is the hashtag noodle dick throw punts on the back near the tag. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. You know, I might just say noodle dick throw punts is just a t-shirt right there. That's yeah, awesome. that's yeah. very possible. <laughs> uh, it's a football this, bouncing. Yeah. This one I love, and I actually hope you do because I want this t-shirt very badly. It's a picture of Bigfoot and the Loch Ness Monster and a regular guy from Anoka in a parking lot with a Viking shirt on that just says believe underneath the picture. <laughs> well, how, how am I going to make that to make him an Anoka guy? I don't know. Is just, just a regular a Viking fan. Yeah, it, he has that? a mullet. You know, he has a beer gut. He's got a uh, Tony Stewart Home Depot blaze orange hat on. Yep. However, however you want to that do would, this. That would help. There, it's a dead giveaway. But I, I love the concept behind this. Oh, show. yeah. yeah. I, I think that one's great. Um, a lot of these are very hate-filled, which I like a lot. Uh, a graphic of Ponder just sitting on a weight bench doing bicep curls except his arms made out of pasta. Of a corkscrew pasta noodle. <laughs> noodle dick and roll punch. It, what was the... And then maybe it just says potential underneath it. <laughs> <laughs> um... Uh, just a twin, just a twin style jersey with number seven on the back and twenty million dollar singles hitter for the last name. <laughs> as he hit a single, you literally said that as Maurer just hit a single. Oh, there you go. That's amazing. I think it was a, That's Brandon. That's the power of Brandon Broxy right there. Yeah, <laughs> Brandon, Brandon's tagline here is: "This one is lame, but it's an overt pandering to the rubes." <laughs> so That's you got to pay the bills. The twenty million singles hitter. That one. Um. Yep. That's the twenty okay. million singles hitter one. <laughs> I'm just going to read this paragraph. You know how Super Mario jumping to hit a brick kind of looks like a guy doing a layup? Create a graphic with the body and outfit of Mario, but with Rubio's face. He's got a ball in his hand about to do a finger roll, and at the bottom it says Invincible, and there are the Invincible stars surrounding him. And at this point I'm supposed to wait for Stu to make a joke about bricks. Pardon? (laughs) (laughs) About Rubio throwing up bricks. This is what this is what Brandon's email says. I I actually like that. Rubio is that's Super Mario, really good, Super Rubio. Yeah. I'm not going to tell Brandon that that's good. Yeah. But he won't listen to this no, podcast. No, I know. He might listen. Well, what are we at? We're at 30 minutes. He probably turned it off yeah, already. Yeah. And you know, I think he got into the video game cuz he had some other ideas for video game ones like a pixelated AP in a Tech Mobile touchdown Peterson mode. Uh Kevin Love like NBA Jam on Fire style. 
I actually kind of like these ideas. Yeah, they're not bad. I'm trying to think. I haven't had a chance to... I didn't even know we were going to do this bit, so I haven't really thought about it. Could you do one with, like, Kirby grabbing some gal's jugs at the Redstone? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm trying of, to think this through. A lot of ink through. on that. I, I, don't, I don't know yeah. if you want a t-shirt celebrating the end of half of Minnesota's childhood. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we try to focus the on the positives. Uh, I embrace it. What the hell? Jeez. He did. <laughs> he sure did. Sorry, man. Uh... That's probably the worst uh, thing that was ever said on this podcast, by the way. <laughs> well, it's not, but it's all the stuff that we recorded after we stopped oh, recording. Yeah, yeah. All of that is way worse than that. Yeah. All the stuff that we say after we turn it off is so inappropriate. Here, here's what I know. told John that you guys need to do is record it, and then you sell it as a special special package for anybody who wants to get the After Dark version. Because there are, there are some sickos well, out there that are interested in that kind of stuff. <laughs> Right? It's really pretty disgusting. Yeah, see, I th- you're s- upsell it. There you go. Yeah, it's really <laughs> disgusting. All right, anybody, just go ahead and tweet us at Sportive Podcast if you really want to hear this after dark stuff. And you've been warned; it's really not fit for public consumption. <laughs> Four bucks a pop. So anyway, feel free to use these t-shirt ideas, Brandon. He's a fashion expert. I like them. So yeah, I yeah, actually like a- several of these. I when I started reading, I was like, "These are all going to be awful, and they're just hate filled." But some of them are very good, he's and the, I will buy these shirts. He's the smart one of, of your group. He, he is, is that, by far okay. the smartest right. one of our podcast. He yeah, like knows he about numbers. Also the, yeah. also the cutest. Most Cute Brandon yeah. and the Fargo Barbershop Quartet. That's where we're at. I never knew I had a Minnesotan <laughs> accent until this podcast. I I, I want to. I, I do want to take an interlude right here to talk a little hockey on this baseball-centric podcast that we're doing here. Twin-centric, you might say. Um, Clarence, I need your opinion. We, we kind of went over this on Twitter this week, but the, the question is, who are, we, who are we cheering for in the Stanley Cup Finals? Because you got Chicago, big Minnesota rival, Secord sucks, hashtag Secord sucks and all that, but you got Boston, which everybody hates. Like, they're the most hateable city in America. So, which way do you go here? I can't... Like I mentioned last week, I hate every one of these teams, but I need a rooting interest in the Stanley Cup Finals. So what do I do? So, you know how much I hate the Chicago Blackhawks. So do I. I I hate them, Uh, and I hate Boston sports. You kind of went over this ground already. Uh, I hate them equally. Those two things, those two entities, Chicago Blackhawks, Boston sports, I hate those two entities equally. I needed a tiebreaker. I searched for one. The only thing I could find was Nick Letty. That's it. And that, that's the only thing I can grasp onto. I am open for business. I am, my ears are open. I'm willing to have my mind changed. Give me a reason to cheer for Boston. All right. Because I don't want to cheer for the Blackhawks. I don't want to cheer for the Blackhawks either, and that's the main reason that I'm leaning towards Boston is that when it comes down to it, a lot of people, and I think we've been over this on this podcast, a lot of people are, well, when it comes around to bowl season, I always cheer for the Big Ten teams because I want to cheer for the conference. No. Or when it comes around to the NCAA tournament, and I do not understand that because I want everyone else to suffer at least as much as I do. And I'm not going to run into many Bruins fans around here. I am going to run into some Blackhawks fans. And so I got to... 
it's just the proximity thing. Proximity is the only tiebreaker for me. Chicago's a conference rival starting starting next year, and really going back, they should have been all along. Yeah, I, I gotta. I, as much as I hate being on board with any Boston team, it's got to be Boston, just because. Screw you, Chicago. LC Gord's a hack. Yeah, no, I can see that. And Taze is a is a UND Sioux guy. Yep. Uh, I get it. I'm with you. I can't even argue with you. I don't know. Patrick Kane's a drunk. I mean, Boston, you look at Boston's good players. None of them are particularly hateable. Zidane Char is huge. Brad Marchand, not really that hateable. Not really. Um, But the fans are so hateable. If you take the fans out of the equation, I mean, you hate Chicago fans, too, just because they're Chicago fans. Just because they're yeah. local and around here, oh, and you look at the actual teams, Chicago has Taze. Boston yeah. does not have Taze. It's and Lavel's going to be un- insufferable if they win. Mm-hmm. Fuck, I don't know, John. This isn't easy. We're yep. talking. This is some tough stuff. This is not hard. This right is now. as deep yeah. philosophically as we'll ever get on this podcast. Fuck. Who do we hate more? But I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to cheer for Boston, and naturally, I think they're losing right now in Game One. Boston is three to one. Oh, they are oh. winning three to two right now. Three to two, Boston right now. Guys, I know, Bill guys, Simmons. Spoilers. Could you? <laughs> yeah. For all of you who wanted to, who are listening to this podcast live, which is literally the four of us, <laughs> and we're taping the game. We're sorry for ruining this. So, Stu, your wife decided to go with the Blackhawks, didn't she? Yes, she did. Um, I think. She liked. Uh, she went with the proximity angle, which I just, you know, which we the just wrong way to go about yeah. it. Obviously, I just, just yeah. I mean, you, you don't root for the Packers when the Vikings are eliminated. That was exactly the comparison yeah. I used on Twitter when we had this argument. Yeah. Did you tell her like, that? You, I mean, did you try? Yeah, to tell I, her? I, yeah. Well, I, I, I put it in even less delicate terms. I was like, if you lived in France and your president died, you wouldn't root for Adolf Hitler because he was in Germany. <laughs> I mean, that's. <laughs> Given that Jonathan Taze is involved, that's an excellent comparison. Yeah, I don't want to. Obviously, you don't want to compare anybody to Hitler, but it's the Packers. So no, I am. I'm willing to do it. Let's. You know what? Everybody's afraid to do that. I'm going to do it. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, it's really. You know, it's it's, it is what it is. So yeah, I just yeah. Well, that was the angle she went with. They were the closest. Like you know, you root for a Big Ten team when the Gophers are out. I was like, no, no one does that. No, no, no one does that. What kind of weird person would do that? Crazy talk. So, but yeah. So that was. Uh, but she wanted to. Um, I'm sorry. Piper is getting. Doesn't want me to be in the room anymore because I'm talking too loud. So I have to go to a different room now. Are, are you so. in your baby's room? That's sleeping. No, no, no. I was in the. I was in the family room. Was, was Piper the one? The door. Was <laughs> Piper the one who did the math on how many times Clarence is? Yeah, drop the f bomb yeah. on this podcast. She got her. She actually got her. She got her Kindle out and drew it on her Kindle. <laughs> And I'm probably listening to the podcast when this happened. I, or, I, I mean, she's what? Not she's ten. She shouldn't not. be listening. She's I picture not. Sue being the guy. I was. I was a, you oh, go. Continue. You go. <laughs> okay, I just was. I was telling Piper why she couldn't listen to the podcast. As well, you know, oh. Clarence, he'll say the f word like four or five times a podcast. I was telling you short. I know. But, um, there was actually. So I was thinking that exactly. Yeah. Four or five. What the hell? So she just grabbed her Kindle and got her little, you know, writing app out and just started drawing. And you know, 
and she pulled it, showed it to me and said, is this the right math, Dad? And she'll yeah. be 17 times 4 and 17 <laughs> times 5, and how many times he's sworn on the podcast so far. And the math was <laughs> correct, done 17 I'm, episodes. I'm so proud yeah, of Piper. she did them both right, too. I'm so proud. And 85, so. That's and good that's math. why the Packers are Hitler. No, that was not where I was going with that, so. Uh, I do want to so anyway, and I think as far as the Blackhawks go, I think she also liked the uh, the Stan Makita bit in Wayne's World, <laughs> and I think also our friend a friend of the podcast Holly, I think either interned or worked there for a bit before she took her job with uh, the Wild and the XL Center. Yeah, I heard that. Okay. Here's the thing: I'm not going to criticize think, her because yeah. those are at least as good of reasons as we came up with. So, no, she, but, but she's exactly right. Now. Yep. But yeah, there's certainly the, the proximity thing. I told her, don't, don't, don't. That's just, that's awful. Don't ever. Yep. Not, but there are that's, other that's, good that's reasons. That's actually the worst thing to do. Yeah, there's, there may be a valid reason, but that'll never be one of them. Speaking so. of Holly, I just want to break in and say that we started on the Flying Dog. I, I'm not really an IPA guy, but I'm drinking a Double Dog Double Pale Ale, and it is delicious. So It's really good. Yeah, uh, that one, and um, if you... Um, their their um, raging bitch is a really good one, but that'll that'll get you a little 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 stupid if you have them. I, well, I left that one at home. That one's special for me. Yeah, that uh, one stays. Yeah, that one's. I, I think I'm having a. Uh, like an eight point five nine percent one. So. Yeah, right. I'm having a doggy style, um, which is a uh, beer. It is. It, it's a beer. I'd give it like three Coors Lights. Is what I'd describe it. At a scale of one to five Coors Lights, it's like a three Coors Lights. Right. I'm looking at the label on this one. It says it's 11.5 alcohol by volume. Yeah, that little slur there a little bit. Yeah. So basically, I'm drinking wine now. You don't have to drive. I've got. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm supposed to edit this podcast, but who knows what'll happen after that? <laughs> edit is a very strong word. I guess. did give you a strong. Hmm. Feel free. You're uh, welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Parker. Try. Parker's gonna give it a try. Let's see what his. Let's see what his review is. I'd give it a four Coors Lights out of five. That's actually very good. Mm-hmm. And like I say, I'm not an IPA guy, so it's kind of like a foamy Boone's Farm. That. <laughs> Put that on the label, Holly. Yeah, a foamy just, Boone's Farm. Just try to help her out. Add over the, the bag with uh, yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I, I wanted to get a, get a little onto the MLB draft. It was actually happening while we were doing last week's podcast, so we didn't get the end of it. Um, I think they. By the time we finished, they had just made their second-round pick or something like that. The question I had for you, and this is is sort of a a scouting kind of question. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you what what one thing do you look at with guys who are hitters in high school or hitters in college or pitchers in high school and pitchers in college to say, yeah, this guy's going to be good. No, this guy isn't going to be good because looking at ERA and stuff is a little bit of yeah, a crapshoot. You look at a guy like. Cole Stewart, who has a .180 ERA last year in high school or whatever, because he's facing high school hitters. Yeah. But you get to college, and you got a guy like Ryan Eads, who we were criticizing because he was striking out you know six guys per nine innings or something mm-hmm. at LSU, mm-hmm. which is means that he'll strike out no one ever in the major leagues. I mean, how does that translate? So, you know, one of the things happened a, uh, a month ago as I was covering the Twins game, and Terry Ryan does a. You know, pre-game talk with all the reporters kind of gives the download of you know here's what's going on and uh, you know with the minor leagues and this guy's hurt and here's the injury you know yada 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 and at one point somebody asked him well are you gonna go scout any of these guys that are coming up and he started going into the process of it as you know Terry Ryan the the GM is a ex-scout he's just saying you know for Buxton he he went and saw him and Buxton 
you know, played in rural Georgia where competition isn't very good. So he goes mm-hmm. out there and he's more or less looking for the tools, not the results as much. And, you know, he's like, you can see his speed. You can see his arm. You can see everything else. He's obviously going to develop. So that's why he ended up being a number two guy. So they're looking for that while they're scouting rather than, you know, the numbers itself. And um, some of the things where you look at, they draft a lot of pitchers, and it was like a lot of college guys. And mm-hmm. a lot of the college guys kind of fell into that pitch-to-contact mode, which is one of those things that you kind of go, mm-hmm. Is that meaningful at the college level, though, with aluminum bats and guys well, missing that third pitch or what? I mean, how meaningful is that, that? That's exactly it. They're probably looking for more to develop, and they're looking for more of the process and, and the mechanics for a pitcher to, to improve upon rather than, you know, hey, he's just blowing everybody away with a ridiculous curve and a fastball in the upper 90s, right? So they only two pitch But that's guy. what it says about... That's what they say about every guy. Yeah. Every draft pick is like, well, he's got a fastball that's 99 mm-hmm. miles an hour, and well, you look, his curve makes mortal men weep. And the scouts are looking for some poise. They're looking for things like a pitcher throwing, a, a, you know, a, a curveball in a, in a hitter's count. You know, when they're when the hitter's up and they're looking for fastball, do they do that? Do they have that kind of development? Do they they hit their spots well, or are they just actually just throwing it so hard that you know people are just going to miss? Right. So that's kind of what they're looking for, and that might be that group, but still. It feels weird for the Twins who want to develop pitching and the guys that miss bats to go out and just get a, a group of guys that don't miss bats or they haven't Even improved at the college that yet. Level. You don't progress yeah. that way a whole lot. That doesn't develop. You know, you don't go from being like a, a seven strikeouts per nine inning in college to all of a sudden being a nine. You know, you lose no. that along the way. How much? How much do you guys develop in the minor leagues? There's a lot of talk about. Well, well he needs to learn a changeup. He needs yeah. to learn a third pitch or whatever. Does that actually happen, or is it just sort of the thing you say about a guy who can't throw a third pitch? It can go both ways. You, you've yeah. got a guy like a shooter hunt, and that's one of your guys' guy. That's yep, a, that's Brandon's, Brandon's guy, guy, right? Who great raw stuff. You know, had a great arm, lively, great numbers in college. Struck out a bunch of guys. They get him in the system, and you know, they try to start working with him. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST to do some other stuff and while they're trying to get him major league ready he just falls off a table and you know he's pretty much washed out of baseball right so there's guys that can't quite make that jump they're just trying to get as much raw talent as possible that they think that are going to make that next move forward so now the opposite example of that parker tell me if i'm wrong uh like johan santana where he mm-hmm. worked with bobby kr quayar Qu- uh, yeah on developing a changeup mm-hmm. and and so he learned that pitch in the minors, and that's then he became who he was. Before that, he was you know a good pitcher, but he wasn't yeah. a superstar like he became. There, um, 
and he developed that that pitch in the in the minors. There's guys that can learn it, and you know he was you know a little bit older in his development process when he when he mm-hmm. did that. And there's guys that can do that too along the way. They can, you know, hitters can change their mechanics, change their approach in certain ways, and all of a sudden develop. You look at like a Jose Bautista who revamped everything in his late twenties and you know became the big slugger that he is today for the Toronto Blue Jays. Um, but you know you're just trying to develop the guys. Well, let me ask you this, Parker. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. Um, <clears throat> Cole Stewart, obviously I don't know anything about him. Last week I joked about hating the pick because I don't know anything about him and I hate what I don't know. Yep, so my, we were calling him Cole Van Poppel last week. Cole Van Poppel. Cole Van Poppel, yeah, and I just get angry because I don't know anything about him. So, um, But to take that a step further, honestly, give me one good reason why I should trust this system, the Twins program, to unearth a young major league caliber pitcher. Um, it's not like they had some giant overhaul when Bill Smith got mm-hmm. demoted. No, right. um, Jim Rance was the head there for a billion years, and, and he retired. And then they just promoted the guy under him, Brad. I forget his name. Um, Steel. Steel. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've had basically the same scouting system for for years, and that's fine. It, it, it's stable and whatever, but. Their hallmark is not unearthing these, you know, giant pitching prospects. Um, man, it's been a while. No, that's took very Johan true. Johan in the in the Rule Five. But when's the last time they drafted a guy young and he turned into a superstar pitcher? And when's the last time? It's been I. I can't even think of one. I, I literally can't no, think of I'm thinking about that, too. I mean, Glenn Perkins is about as close as you get to being a, a guy that they drafted and, yeah. and uh, sure. developed into a very good pitcher. Um, but in terms of a starter, yeah, yeah it's uh, it's still a ways away. Um, I mean, Burt Blylevin? Honestly, I, can't, I honestly <laughs> can't think of one pitcher that turned into a superstar that they drafted young. I, Brad Radke? I hello. Radke? I, the patron saint of my blog, I guess. I don't know. The patron saint of everybody's Wisconsin, blog, really. Yeah. I love it. I He's so even keel and just, God, he just flamed <laughs> out a little bit too early. You know, Andy Pettit's still pitching. They're about the same age. In a way, Brad Radke ruined the twin system for 10 years because everyone said, look at Brad Radke. He's successful. Let's draft 15 more Brad Radkes this year. <laughs> That's how he did it. He's from Wisconsin. That's how he infiltrated ah, the system. It always spy. comes back to that. Yeah. That insidious becoming Twins Hall of Famer yeah. while ruining the twin system <laughs> yeah. for 10 years. Smart. Genius. Holy shit. Smart. <laughs> Payoff came later, yep. but yeah. yeah. That's... But no, I guess that was my point, is not to be too pessimistic, but I, I don't oh. know. I, I hope Cole Stewart pans out, but man. It's, it's hard oh. to tell, especially with a high school guy. Um, you know, you've got so much yeah. more development to go through, but when you look at him, you look at some of the video of him, he's got very solid mechanics, you know, that, and he's he's an athletic guy, you know. Mm-hmm. He was also a highly recruited quarterback. So, you know, they're just trying to project ahead of what he can do with that skill set. And I think okay. a lot of people, not just the twins, would have said this guy is going to be, you know, one of the top, you know, ten guys in this draft to develop that kind of thing. Now mm-hmm. that brings the next question: Are they developing properly? It's not just identifying them; it's what happens in between. Do they still have that good system of creating the good yeah. hitters, the good pitchers? Well, Why let me ask you this: This will take me to my next question, Parker. And it's off of pitching now; it's more on hitting. Um, Sano and Sano, Sano. Suno and Buxton, are they developing them as quickly? Are they moving them along as quickly as you would like to see? I think they're at a, a very moderate pace for the game in general. You know, I mean, there's there's some teams that are just 
they they get these guys and they just move them up and challenge them as fast as they can. They might not sure. get them to the point of teaching them everything, and I think the Twins are at the pace of teaching you know Sano to be a defensive third baseman, and that was the big hang-up of keeping him sure. from going on. I can see yeah. Buxton catching up to Sano pretty quick. You know, I mean, what we've yeah. seen in, in Cedar Rapids is him just being amazing all around. I think we've uh, used the hashtag super magic unicorn good. Right? <laughs> yes, yes. That's how you describe um, this guy. He's that talented. So you think that they're not going too slow? No, no, I don't think so. Um, right. You could possibly see them next year in September, you know? I think sure. that's, you know. Well, that's a year and a half away. You might see Sano in September this year, right? I think, I, I think right. you know, you get both of them on the team in September. Sano could be starting at third next year. Here's the only the only comeback I have. I think they're doing fine. I've heard I've seen people on on Twitter and in blogs saying that um, bringing them up right now is a crazy move. You know that's just insane. I don't know that I'm quite there to say that bringing them up to the major leagues. If they were up in the major leagues right now, that's absolutely crazy. Only because I think about their close their comparables. Mm-hmm. Who do you hear um, Miguel and Hell compared to the most? Um, of what he could be or what he is at now. Yeah, I mean, like that's, his ceiling. Like who I've they say Cabrera. Ceiling. I mean, that's Miguel, the Miguel Cabrera. Cabrera kind of stuff. But at the, this age, at Sano's age, Cabrera was in the major leagues. Yeah, no, he right came now. up for he the was, September call up for uh, the Marlins. No, yeah. he, he was in. I think he got called up before September for right because yeah, he would have made the uh, playoff roster. It was like yeah. in June or July, he got called up for them when he was right. twenty. Um, so he was before September. So he was up now. Mm-hmm. It, so that's not crazy. Um, but look what they had. Then, look at what they had to do. They lost him because they got to the point of they couldn't pay him. Well, that's, that's so they accelerated that. Yeah. yeah. So um, Buxton's closest comparison that I'm hearing, and I'm sure you're hearing it too, is is Trout. I mean, that's kind of yeah. who people are throwing out. And Trout was up at this age, at the same age as Buxton is now. So. Um, you know what I you know what I mean? That's kind of the comeback. I don't think it's like absolutely crazy that they could be up right now, but their closest their ceilings were up by now, so it's not insane. Well here it's here's maybe good. Double A right. ball you know, the double A ball is kind of a filter, you know, because there's things that happen in that league where pitchers are starting to you know, they're they're becoming more polished and, and they're doing more professional approach than um, then you'll see in the low A ball. And that just kinda gives sure. more reassurance that these guys are developing in the right path. That if they're sure. hitting and handling double A ball, which is the reason Hicks went to the major leagues, but whether yeah. or not he was ready, that's a you know, it's another topic. <laughs> that's yeah. a topic we've discussed many times. Yeah, that we probably shouldn't many get into. Times. What happens? What happens at double A ball that doesn't happen at single A? From what you hear is that the pitching is just to the point of they're being polished. They they've got the guys that can hit the spots a lot better. They're not giving you anything on the inner half of the plate. Everything's going away. Uh, in counts that, you know, the hitter's ahead, where you typically see a fastball in the lower levels, college ball, you know, they're just trying to get the strike, they're throwing the breaking balls and throwing everybody off, you know. So you, so just, you just see more professional stuff. And it just at A and double A, you got the guys who are just throwing. Right. But at double yeah. A, you got guys who can actually pitch. Which is why throw rook- breaking balls rookie and A ball, you see guys throwing like, you know, 50 innings with 90 strikeouts, right? Yeah. I mean, so that was. Bar- Barrios is a great example. Yeah. Barrios is not polished in any mm-hmm. way that fucker can. Control the that's, baseball. That's right. You scouted him a little bit, didn't you? A little bit. Yeah. yeah. Little scouted him a little it was, bit. Yeah. you know, I that was my first Class A ball game when I went mm-hmm. down to Cedar Rapids with Rand and those guys. But my experience was none of those guys could throw a breaking ball for a strike. 
mm-hmm. which I think is true at the high school levels and stuff too. Is the breaking ball is what you throw that looks like a fastball, and then it's not a fastball, and you swing and miss, yeah. and that's the end of it. But you got to throw it for a strike at the higher level. So you were saying double A is where that happens, and that well, those guys that are not that they just happen there, but those guys are making yeah, it to that point. It happens yeah. there because those are the guys you, you who filtered rise out through those A and guys. high. Yeah. yeah, the guys who can't do it. So that's that's why a double A just kind of ends up being the challenge. Yeah, sure. Right. Why a lot of guys flame out in double A. Now, if you have Buxton and, and Sano stopping in triple A. You know that's you know that's something else. I mean that's you know they're what? spending like Gibson right now. I, sure. I still don't understand the entire Gibson thing. There must be somebody saying like he needs to do this, and it can't just be consistency. Consistency just seems to be a catch-all. But they must be seeing something that he's sure. not doing while he's pitching that they need to say this will not work in the major league. Keep it's, him down there. It's got to be the uh, the clock, isn't it? Yeah, but he's 26, isn't no he? other excuses. It's past it now because it's, well, no, I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's, it's coming up. Yeah. It's like a couple days away. Yeah, so. right. Yeah, but isn't he 26? He is. But so he yeah. is what's the point yeah, of slowing down his clock? He's going to be washed up by the time he comes to his first free agent contract. Well, that's the comeback, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Washed up by then? Well, I mean, <laughs> oh, he's going to be 33. I mean, maybe he'll be an all-star, but I don't think anybody... Really, thinks you're Kyle right. Gibson's going to be in terms of prime. You'll be past it if you're yeah. that age. I mean, that's because you're looking for that window of like 27 to 30 for these guys to hit their prime. It's different for like Hicks and Buxton and Sano, who are very young, and you don't want them coming into their first free agent contract when they're 26 years old because they'll just be entering their primes. But for Kyle Gibson, by the time he gets to that, you're going to be like, well, he had his couple years of arbitration. We can probably just let him walk, and everything will be fine. That's true. Isn't that? I mean. I'm no expert on this stuff, but no. I, and, I, and another thing I wanted to bring up too was the uh, another thing to watch. You know, for all of your listeners that are kind of following the minor leagues, Eddie Rosario is the other guy to watch because yeah. he's a second baseman that just got moved up to Double A along alongside Sano, and he's had a great uh, offensive track record. He's developing into a second baseman from an outfielder just you know right. last year, but you know you look at uh uh Brian Dozier, right? You know, who is not, terrible. Who is not hitting. He's great defensively. All right. Is he's, he great defensively? Yeah, he really is. He's on those magic bad. unicorn yeah. stats that uh that you know <laughs> the magic unicorn stats we Clarence don't use like. Yeah. U Z R, R Z R and you know F U, whatever. I it like R Z R for the record. I actually do like R Z R. U Z R is a little too subjective for right, this guy. Right. Um that's just me. Is the difference between ultimate zone rating and revised zone well, rating? Well, in the revised zone rating, you can actually see the the formula that goes into it. Like, the, here's the balls in play, here's the ones you got to, here's yep. the percentage you got, right? Yep. Um, in UZR, they kind of do that all behind the scenes, and then they just average it out, right? So it's How do you average out? Compared to the average number of, uh, you know, what the fielders at the position are making, right? All right. So it kind of gets NBA a little more complicated. draft of fielding statistics. It's all behind curtains, and I just, it doesn't make me, it makes me, I kind of makes you all nervous, and your sack goes so, in your stomach, yeah. <laughs> Let me see yeah, if I can make I an, like it. I'm going to make a comparison here, and I want you to tell me if it's valid. Hmm? RZR is like OPS, UZR is like OPS plus. That's park adjusted and league adjusted. If I'm not mistaken, RZR... <sighs> No, it's straight. Okay, so it's not adjusted. So yeah, you're right. Okay, that's a that's an apt comparison, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Apt. Yeah. Is that apt is, is what I shoot? Is for. that too small of a word to use on the podcast? Should I not use apt? No, I, I like that word. <laughs> I like apt. 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 Just make emphasis. Anybody else want to say apt, or can we move along? Is Stu here? still here? He should say apt if he's still here. <laughs> Stu. <laughs> I mean, oh, sorry. 
Sorry, my wife just got home. Sorry. Stu's making out with his wife right now, so he'll be off the podcast for a little while. Clay Thomas just tied the game. Brown chicken brown Yeah. That didn't happen. He yes, did. Clay Thomas is four for four tonight. <laughs> Shut the front door. Jesus that is God not. Shut the front door. Yes. Yeah, Oswaldo, Oswaldo is just beating the heck out of the ball tonight. Yeah, people too. love these in-game updates, so I'll give another one. I tweeted that we're going to set up Hageman. We're going to set up your sister with Benny. I tweeted that out. Did you see Benny, me on that or not? No, I didn't. He'll just have to. Oh, okay. Right. But Benny retweeted it, so he's on the prize. Benny's on board. All right. All right, yeah. all right. Let's make this <laughs> I haven't happen. Haven't heard back from your sister yet. No please. offense to Colin, uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know if I want you uh, getting into my family tree at all. <laughs> hey, last time, last time you were here, we started a road trip. This time, we're going to start a family. Um, yeah, we're going to start a marriage. <laughs> Starting a family. You just name this them. This is going to happen. Clarence Colin. That's all I ask. You're like the, the new uh, Christian Mingle. Is apparently yep. like if. if ClarenceMingle.com. You got it. You just asked yeah. me who to set up. I'll, I'll keep thinking about it. I like I like his matchmaking abilities. Yep. If you're gonna go for matchmaking, Clarence Swamp Down. So uh, right. we've been talking Sorry, a lot about I stats. I'm, I'm gonna yeah. I'm ask you guys about this because John and I talked about this a little bit before the the podcast. Is I wrote a couple pieces about uh, interviews with um, Corey Provis and Dick Bramer, the uh, yep. broadcasters for the Twins, right? And it was yeah. basically asking them about the use of stats in, in the game, right? Yeah, I saw that, yep. And um, Really like those articles, by they, the way. They became, you know, the co- the comment section became a, no, that would be terrible. Yes, that'd be good. No, that'd be terrible. That'd be, what, you know, Clarence, what do you think about that? You seem to be a guy who hates numbers. No. And I'm not, oh, <laughs> damn it. Math, damn mathematics it. and science in general. Oh, you pigeonhole me. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Awesome. Uh, I... I am in the middle ground between those two camps. I don't like the uh, the high and mightiness that comes off from the one camp, from the numbers camp, and uh, I don't like the flat earth angle from the other camp. Uh, I'm right in the middle, and I will yank both their tits because that's what I do. Uh, I just like making people angry, so it probably comes off more that I hate numbers, but I don't. I, I know what RZR and UZR are. I can mm-hmm. use them. Um, or an OPS and OPS plus R. I make an effort to understand them. I would like to hear broadcasts use them more. Um, I don't think OPS... I love offensive advanced stats. I think they're very uh, useful. It, it's a hitter. It's not, I mean, it's you can get it. I can wrap my hands around it advanced offensive stats it's defensive ones that are too subject way too subjective for me um so using defensive advanced statistics i think that's probably beyond the pale if if you will for a broadcaster to use they're not reliable i don't think they add a lot um they you have to take way too long of a view on a guy you got to use three years of ozr uzr statistics to have any use or even two here's the uh, thing about fielding statistics and broadcasts though i on the one hand i don't think i'd like it if i was listening and dick brainer was like well this guy's uzr is 10.7 which is ahead of the league average of 5.3 or something like that but it would be nice if they didn't mention fielding percentage Mm -hmm. or outfield assists and instead said something like you know according to this Chris Parmley has gotten to 22 balls that not every fielder would get to, yeah. but 
has made this many errors. Just something like that to give us some context. If there's something short like that, and I like the balls out of zone one because it sort of gives you a context about this guy has great range versus this guy has no range. Versus a comparative similar fielder in that position. Just yeah. something that has some context in there. That I would like a lot. Mm-hmm. But just saying, UZR, RZR, go online and learn what these are. I don't quite understand what they are. And By the way, if you guys are trying to figure out UZR, that catch that Byron Buxton made on Monday, that got him 15,000 <laughs> UZRs. Yeah. Yeah. 15,000? 15,000, 15, wow. yeah. Could, could that game have gone any better for Byron Buxton? Oh, my God, yeah. Everybody's His agent like, is want... just like, thank you, guys. <laughs> Everybody's just so like, so much money. Get Aaron Hicks. Just send Aaron oh. Hicks back to Double A. Bring up Byron Buxton yeah. right now. And so I was sitting at a shitty bar in Farmington because I wanted to watch a few. Where's the good bar in Farmington? Farmington. And I. So it's like me and you know some old veteran like that was playing golf at up in St. Cloud, and uh, the bartender like the three of us. And I nearly went apeshit when he I jumped up. They're looking at me like I'm crazy. Jumped up from the bar. Holy crap! What a catch! That was awesome. Yeah, it was, it was fantastic. And I tried to tell you guys how awesome this guy was, and I know I fell on deaf ears. I heard crickets. You guys didn't get it. Well, there you go, <laughs> you, assholes. Now you know. Here's the thing, though. You told us the same thing about Aaron Hicks, so I need you to make a choice right now. I if didn't you could tell you jack shit. I told you that his home runs gave me giant, massive rage and boner, just yeah. like knocking shit over on the table. All right, here's, my, here's my question but for you. But not his speed. I didn't talk about his speed. Tomorrow night, if you could pick one, Aaron Hicks is on the disabled list right now, but if you could pick one, yeah. Aaron Hicks or Byron Buxton in center field for the Minnesota Twins, which would you pick? Buxton. <laughs> I like what it. do you mean? Like, as in tomorrow? Like, you as, in, one of the as in literally tomorrow, who's yeah. starting against the Phillies? If It's yeah, one fun. of those two. Let's go with, you know, I honestly, let's, let's go with Buxton, see what happens. You, got, you guys are throwing the whole contractual stuff by the wayside. Absolutely. Yeah, okay. We're not thinking so about, you're the just saying like, about hey, tomorrow night. We're doing it with our nuts. We're figuring it out from our scrotes. Yep. That's him. I yes. want to yes. see what happens yeah. tomorrow night. Yeah. It's you're sitting in your dorm room. It's like 11 o'clock. It, you know, you just, what should we do? Should we study or should we go? Did you sit in your dorm room at 11 hour? o'clock? Because I sure as hell didn't. I was out. 11 a.m.? Yeah. It's, oh. Uh, <laughs> Should we go study or should we go get piss hammered? Piss hammered. Piss that's hammered. not. That's the question. That you're straight, asking, right? You guys went to state schools. I went to an actual university. We had to study. Oh, here we go. Uh, here we go. That's why I'm here. <laughs> I uh, to get back to the minor leagues thing. I actually had another question I wanted to ask, which was, where does college baseball rank on the minor league scale? Is it equivalent to double A, high A, low A? Where does that rank? You know, it's it's probably more of the rookie ball. Um, it's really rookie ball? It's, you know, A ball, rookie ball type thing, depending on which college, you know what I mean, like the SEC, you, you most of those times you, you draft those guys, they can go to, you know, high A, you know, if they're that polished, if you yeah. feel like they're polished. Um, but there's some, you know, like you look at the Big Ten and every other game is snowed out and <laughs> those guys don't, you know, they don't get nearly yeah, as much practice problem. time. You know, they, they're, they're going to need to develop. You might put them at the rookie ball. The Twins have a historic problem of, putting all their college guys in rookie ball, which is why Elizabethton wins 100 games in their half season <laughs> and has a championship for the last, you know, they're playing you got all these 17-year-olds yeah. playing 16-year-olds from so, the Dominican. So, you know, that's part, of the, that's part of the deal because they draft a lot of Midwest guys too. I don't know if you yeah. saw the draft, but they had a lot of Midwestern guys. So they kind of give them that feel and try I, out the rookie ball. You know, as a homer, as one of the biggest homers in the world, I kind of like that, that – if you do well with the Gophers, the Twins are going to draft you. Sure. Nate Hansen. 
It's not um, hard to look at a guy in your backyard. Patterson. I mean, yeah. that's that's the thing. You know, you, if you're scouting guys in Japan and you pull out Nishioka, you know, that's. I your, like the idea that if you do well yeah. at the University of Minnesota, the Twins are drafting you. You're yeah. just like a graduate of the program there. I, uh, I I think that you know they've got a couple of the good guys like uh, Pedersen and. AJ Pedersen, who's been like one of the guys that have actually written for Twins Daily, yeah. and uh, you know, given his experience at the low A, and you know, now he's up at Double A, I believe. But he's just been a great guy, and he got Glenn Perkins, and, he, and I was looking. So when we had um, uh, who's the fourth uh, lefty guy? What am I? I'm missing him. So we got Caleb Thielbar, Glenn Perkins, Joe Maurer. Um, Cold of Reese. So the Twins have a high percentage of Minnesotans that are actually playing on their roster. What I want to know, and I don't think anybody's done the research, is you know how many guys in their home state are playing for their teams. You know, I well, think that's a high percentage. I, I love this, and they've got all the Canadians too. I don't know how many Canadians are in the that's, major league. That's leagues. kind of an extension of Minnesota. Yeah, it's kind of an don't we just like kind of take? Sure. Min- we're like Canada's like our territory. Yep. Yeah. America yep. is it's Canada's ours. pants. Mm-hmm. That's Minnesota's. I, I want to say yep. Minnesota just seems to like just go boom. Yep. That's us. That if there were wiener. if there were <laughs> <laughs> if there were still that's going to be the title of this podcast. Canada's wiener. Minnesota Canada's wiener. Uh, if there were still territorial picks like there used to be in the NBA and stuff, mm-hmm. I think Canada would be Minnesota's territory. Like Toronto would get half of it, like the eastern half, and everybody from like. The western end of Ontario West would be Minnesota's. Yeah, yeah, we kind of do Seattle, just take it all the way no. to the coast. Seattle yeah. could have Japan or something like that. Yeah, but. Seattle can eat a dick. Yeah, they get Japan. <laughs> Vancouver's ours. <laughs> fucking hipsters in Seattle. God yeah. damn. I love Seattle. It's my yeah. favorite town. In I'm going. I'm going to the uh, series in uh, in Seattle. Uh, really? End of July. You want really? to stay with my relatives? I got relatives out there. Well, you, we're my dad and I are going to get a hotel near the stadium to get blasted and then kind of walk to the hotel. They I got guess, soccer yeah. out there. You should go to the soccer. Soccer. It's actually a really awesome experience out there. Yeah. If you're going to go to if you're going to go to an MLS game, Seattle or Portland is my really dad good. may disown me if I go to a or soccer Kansas game <laughs> or you know. But he's not going to go to a soccer game. I probably yeah. have an easier time taking my dad to a male strip club than I, I would to a soccer say game. That you could probably <laughs> you could probably do that. You can probably make that happen in Seattle. <laughs> a little bit of both. Yep, a little bit of both. A little soccer than a male strip club. A, yeah, the Seattle Sounders. He may say that. Wait, that that sounds like a male strip club. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, Clarence makes fun of it, but he knew the name of the team in Seattle. Because yeah. you said it in the podcast. Yeah. No, I didn't. Went. No, I think you're all yes, big you soccer. Clarence is on MLS Live every week. Like, oh. Mine like a steel trap. Sounders 3, Vancouver 2. Wanking motion, yeah. There we go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what are your questions about the minor league system, Clarence? You've got a couple more, I think. I got a couple questions for Park. Two, just two questions. Uh, one, I just today confirmed my second trip to Cedar Rapids. Uh, we are going in a couple weeks. Thanks again. for the invite, asshole. Yeah, thanks for inviting us. We no, didn't want to no, come you, anyway. Uh, it's in the email. It's coming. <laughs> um, just look. Keep your eyes peeled. Uh, anyways, <laughs> June 29th. I, I'm holding no aspirations that he'll still be there, but there's no chance Buxton's going to be there June 29th. Is um, first half of the season ends in a week, so... Yeah, there, no. Is there an All-Star game or something? In? So he's going to play in the All-Star game? No, and he can be no. A double that's the same thing. They didn't have Sano. They had to move up before oh. the All-Star game. So he's, yeah. when is Buxton moving up? Like, now? The first, Once they clinch the playoffs, the first half playoffs, they'll move him up. That seems like a terrible reason to keep him there. Um, well, you know, they kind of got to placate some of the affiliates because the affiliates yeah. get a, yeah. upset if, you know, yeah, they don't true. get, you know, enough 
I mean, Rochester's had this for years, being like, you giving us Nishioka? you giving us Danny Valencia? <laughs> That's true. We have, what the fuck? The twins have screwed Rochester. Yeah. We're all like, out. you're Rochester. You're yeah. a shit city. People of Rochester, only, we're sorry for Minnesota. Nobody else wants Rochester except for the Mets, who are shittier than the twins. They're, yeah. You know, their AAA is in worse shape. Yeah, so. but what the twins really need to do is just say, screw you. Rochester, we're going to St. Paul. Screw you, St. Paul Saints. Ding. We're taking that ballpark. We're going to play in the Pacific Coast League because they have what? an affiliate in freaking Iowa. God, think about the traveling. Yeah, no, I guess that's right. The Iowa. Yeah, I didn't right, learn yeah, this yeah, until yeah, I went yeah, to an yeah. Iowa Cubs game because yeah, I didn't think about that's it. That's PCL. Like, you're right. I wrote about this, John. You didn't read. You didn't read my stuff. Yeah, Nobody I did read, read this. Shit, no, I read yeah. this. This is absolutely no, true. Cool. Why are they not in the <laughs> Pacific Coast League American Division or whatever? That team would be better attended right now than the Twins would be. Everybody would go to those games. Ah, uh, don't be go to the this current level of. If it was this current team, no. Well, actually, right now, I think whatever level. Do, Bucks do you want to go no. see Vance Worley over in St. Paul? <laughs> no. I would. Well, my point was always that the Cedar where Beloit was and now yep. Cedar Rapids, that team should be playing in St. Paul. There, there's really yeah, no and I think that's that, that makes more sense. The Midwestern League team, and I, you yeah. know, I haven't seen the full plans of the St. Paul Stadium, but. I don't think they can be expanded that well. I mean, you know, you couldn't make a triple-A team out of it. Yeah, so. but it's not like a triple-A no. team is going to be any better attended than a single-A team. Well, you look at, so Atlanta Braves have um, the Gwinnett County Braves, which mm-hmm. is a northern suburb of Atlanta. Which Seattle is, has know, the Tacoma. They have the Tacoma whatever, around the center, yeah. and, and they do get it, a, enough attendance to do that. That could be something that could be done. Maybe. I want every Twins minor league team to be in the area. Like, <laughs> just dotted around the Twins. If I were the Twins, I would want the same thing because yeah. you'd want your regional fan base to love that feeder program. Exactly. And get involved. Just think yeah. of, that would be the best thing ever. St. Cloud, Cloud could have a rookie ball. Yep. Duluth could have a, I don't know, double and A. And the point, uh, when I wrote about this for Ramal, the point I made was there's only two teams in the majors that don't have a team within their area that don't have a minor league affiliate within their area and the two teams are the twins and the white Sox. really so yeah that was it. uh don't they have a midwestern league team or am i maybe Sox? i'm thinking that's yeah maybe i'm not they may but they're not in in illinois they might hmm. be a couple like beloit was a state away yeah. in wisconsin they, they may have a midwest league team but it's not in, in illinois that, but uh, fuck um, the white Sox, so i don't care well, exactly. don't do what the White Sox are doing. Was my yeah. point. It's yeah. you and the White Sox. You should never. That should never be yeah. the, the circle. <laughs> don't you don't want to be in a group with the White yeah. Sox yeah. and nobody yeah. else. Yeah. Yeah. In any way, Hawk yeah. Harrelson, screw that guy. Hey, right, so Parker. My second minor league question was: uh, I know you're not Seth. I mean, Seth I'm not Scott, Seth. Not, no, nobody is. No, no. Analyze. Yeah, nobody he doesn't sleep. <laughs> he he like talks to these guys constantly on Facebook and Twitter. It's crazy. He I love everything. Gleeman, Aaron Gleeman's tweet during the Cedar Rapids game was: Does the FCC know that they're broadcasting pornography right to Seth? Tweet right <laughs> <now? laughs> I did not see that, but yeah, that's yes. uh, yeah. No, that was Seth's Seth's perfect. Porn, yeah. Seth is great. Yeah. Everybody loves Seth. And God, anytime anything minor league happens, it's just like it's, just it's Jackson. Yeah, what is all Seth say? Yeah. daily. Yeah. But he knows more than anybody. I, I love his Seth, so yeah. keep he going. He knows more so than any Seth, other three people put together. Give me uh, give me somebody that's not in the Twins, like top 10 or top 15 prospects, hmm. that could be a regular starter, a very good player. Not a utility guy, not a fourth, fourth outfielder, not a number four starter or middle reliever. A guy that's outside of kind of... This Sano, Buxton, Rosario, Arcia, Radar, out of the top ten, that uh, that's kind of flying that you've seen video on, that you've seen, that you've heard about, that you think could really be a guy. 
God, that's the one to put me on the spot. So it's yep. not in the top 15. Well, not, not even top 10. Let's yeah, see, not in the top, top 7. Okay. Sort of outside the no, top 7. That's my seven. question, John. Yeah. And now, yeah. I'm just, sorry, Clarence. Now I'm mentally going through the entire system right now. I'm just trying to help yeah. here, Clarence. Um, I know. I'm just saying, don't get, you know, everybody knows about kind of the big guys. Give me a guy, you know, they talk about, uh, I'm trying to think of who would be a good Polanco. Well, this, short. I mean, give me somebody. Andrew like Albers is a lefty there guy right now. Triple and, yep. Yeah. And, you know, he's kind of that guy that could be a rotational arm or, you know, not somebody that you see being in the front of the rotation, but he could be good enough to be, you know, in the rotation at some point. And, uh, well, give me this comparison. So what I'm thinking about is he's left-handed. Could he be kind of like Scott Diamond? Is that kind no, of he throw, he, ceiling he's for a ceiling for him? No, I, I mean, well, yeah, Scott Diamond's such a, he's such a paradox with the way he just, you know, yeah, he, he puts true. the ball in play. He's kind of like that Mark Burley type. If he's good, he's yeah. like Mark Burley. Um, he's better than that. I think he's got better okay. numbers against right-handed hitters. Um, All right. So I would say, you know, if you wanted to put a ceiling on him, it's higher than Diamond. But uh, I don't know okay. if he's got that, you know, longevity. I mean, yeah. That's a tough I'm looking for guys one. to grasp onto that aren't, you know, everybody has got the top guy. I'm trying yeah. to look for guys that are flying under the radar. That's why I'm always God, looking man, that, that a, You know what? That's a great article I should write for Twins Daily is just to get those, you know, that next level uh, people and put that out there. That would be a good research topic and just give out the next five or ten past that. Twinsdaily.com. Go to twinsdaily.com. Probably go to about the best twins website that isn't <laughs> five weeks from yep. now. Tw- Twinkie Town will beat me to it because uh, I forgot about it and then they wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> you got to remember the two guys who write for Twinkie Town on here are more yeah. interested in the best joke they can make and writing yeah. Punto jokes, even it, though yeah. he hasn't been here for four years. Hey, John. John. Yes. John. Um, John Bonas, who is, uh, I believe, a major player at tw- Twins Daily. Complimented both of our fit, like writing type things. On no, he Saturday. didn't. I, no, I clearly, no, I, yes, he did. I clearly remember that before the Harry Buffalo kicked in. Oh, he, he was nice drunk. Complimentary things. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that makes drunk. a lot of sense, actually. <laughs> All right. Do, you know how many beers he had on the way up? Yeah. So <laughs> Twins Daily may be oh. the most popular overall, but among drunk people, Twinkie Down. I don't know about you, Clarence, but I'm not too good for drunk praise. No, no, that's all I've I, ever I, received I, in my whole life. I, I, I live on that. Yeah, I know it. Yep. That's yeah. the fuel to my shame fire. I need that. I wouldn't have any kids. If fuel to my shame fire. Same here. Same here. I hear you. Yep. But no, we, we do love your guys' stuff, by the way. I, I, I never say that enough. So I just want to say I love your guys' stuff. We God, love your stuff, so too. It's not a euphemism. Cool. We're going to hug it out right now. We're going to hug no, it out on the podcast. This is way too... Yeah, Clarence. Yeah, this I don't is, like this any of your all. guys' stuff. So Mar- you know this is so Mary like Ellen around here. Stuff. Yeah. Clarence, that hurts. Your stuff sucks. <laughs> right, let's go with that. Fuck you guys. Clarence, uh, your opinion <laughs> matters to me. I want you guys to fight. Fuck, this is... This is a love fest. Yeah, it does. We don't yeah, do that. Yeah, <laughs> is it PA with the love covenant? Yeah. Well, I wasn't gonna use that because I think we have to pay him now. Now, and uh, yeah, we don't have any money, PA. Yeah. So you gotta give him. You gotta give him uh, our second Chris biggest Gordon sponsor. Is, don't uh, need yeah. a dollar and one cent. Yeah. So <laughs> That's gotta, all the money we have. Put that in an envelope and mail that we should, off. We yeah. should mention our main sponsor, which is at Anders WA two seven two seven, who has pretty much. Who's donated ten times as much as anybody else? Every, everybody else put together at this point. So, Wade, you're our guy. Three bucks? No, he donated mm-hmm. twenty bucks. Holy! I know. I know it. 
I know. And this podcast is not worth twenty bucks. No, I'm sorry, Wade. This is. Uh, I appreciate it. We're we're doing our best that. for you, buddy. But I'm trying, man. This is this is all we can do. And any other potential sponsors out there, if you want to be in second place, if you want to beat out Andrew, mm-hmm. dollar and two cents. That's it. That's all you need. Again, you guys need to set up the PayPal account. I think we I have a PayPal account. Time. Yeah. Really? We did it because you told us I to do I've it. I ignored it. If you go to thesportive.com, you can click on donate on the right-hand side and donate mm. your dollar and two cents or whatever, mm. which we will then use for who knows what. Why don't you sponsor our next uh, Northwoods League party bus? That's a great idea. Yeah. We should oh. use it for that, especially if we can get all three of us on. We'll, we'll put a all banner, of us like on, on Slapshot. You remember Slapshot? They had the banner on the side of their yep. bus when they were coming into town. We'll do that. You know? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Right, got it. Right. Where we started <laughs> from. Love is good. That is one of the greatest songs of all time. I don't know if you guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hannah Hand's wife was top <laughs> in the bed. Yeah, Can we? If we get on this. Boobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome. Can we just play this song on the party bus all the way to Mankato when oh, we do this? I think I have to now put yep. that on the iPod, yeah. Right. Well, we're at the hour and 22-minute mark of this podcast, so nobody's listening anyway. Yeah. yeah. Well, right. I feel like when we get to this point of the podcast, we should just, just give out a code word or something. Like, I, I think you should uh, give out, like, give me some behind-the-scenes Twins Daily, like, uh, some fucking dirt. Give me yep. some scoop here. What do you mean, behind-the-scenes? Let's do a little, yeah, let's do a little yeah. Yeah, We do the same thing that you guys do. We're all at our houses. I could tell you about me and my fiancé fighting or something like that, but that's not Yeah, we can go for that. Right? That's fine. I'll take whatever. She's all like, you shouldn't go on a party bus. And I'm like, no, I'm going to go on a party bus. We can talk about your fiance. When are you guys getting married? <laughs> February. Yeah. It's February. We're going to do that down in uh, Captiva Island, Florida. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. It'll be all right, I think. I'm just I'm just at the point where, so my tuxedo, I've decided, is the uh, Bo Jackson baseball football shoulder pads card look. I'm just going to come oh, down the aisle with just the, you know, awesome. the shoulder pads. The shoulder pads, pads and, and the flexing the yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, i got to work on some ab stuff. <laughs> so I don't think so. You could do that. You could, it, since it's on the beach, you could do like a tanning deal where you tan the tie, the bow tie Ooh. onto your chin. Like that's your tuxedo. That is it's awesome. like a cover bun. So what, look at that. So when I get down the aisle, I take off the pads and the bat, and I've got yep. that revealed on a tie, yep. like a, a tanned in tie thing. Like a tuxedo shirt, yeah. but it's actually a tan on your chest. Look, I'm going to need you guys to come over and tell her that we're going to do this. I just need some backup, are, but God, I feel like it's just strong stuff. We're there that's for that kind of thing. Top of my head. That's one idea right there. Right? Think of the stuff if we had, like, months to think of this. Yeah, Holy well, we do, shit. really. I mean, you know, We've February. we got till February. Yeah. Right. Yeah, think of what we'd come up with. Yeah, because, I don't know. Yeah. Stu has been kind of quiet on that uh, subject. I don't know. I feel like he's got a good what? Stearns Who? County. What? I feel like we broke Stu on get, last week's podcast. So if so. I get down the aisle, should I just shotgun a beer, you know, right when I'm getting up there? As a St. Cloud State graduate, I think I you're think required to do to, that, right? That's part yeah, of the terms of your diploma. Yeah. Punt the empty, and yeah, and then just give her a kiss, and then fuck it, hey, here we go. There we go, <laughs> off to the bar. Yep. Stone Cold Steve Austin a couple of beers, <laughs> and then, yeah. Yep. <laughs> and tweet something with hashtag go Huskies woo with I, five I'm trying to convince her to let me live tweet this. That would be that would be terrific, right? Oh my god. Like, yeah, you want your wedding documented, you have your photographers, I'm gonna live tweet yep. this. We all get right? something we want. Yeah, right. I live tweet, you get the photographer. Instagram it, yeah. Oh, In, no, that's your that's, wedding photographer's no. Instagram. Uh, uh Instagram. 
Do you have Instagram? No, I hate that so much. I don't quite understand Instagram. Ugh. But I've said that about every internet development. Um, like, I have, you, have you started Vining yet? I, I do have a Vine. Oh, so far okay, it's right. been when I'm at soccer and writing about soccer until two hours after everybody's left the Metrodome and it's nothing but me and the workers who are like erasing the soccer lines. So no part, no That's party all my Vine so yeah. far. Yeah, yeah, no party bus stuff because mm. we'll I can't it. go then on we'll the We'll do that in August. You can Vine it. Do you guys, awesome. Stu and, and uh, Clarence, do you guys Vine? Stu, have a what? How long is your Vine, Stu? <laughs> oh, God, no. No, yeah, I, I have not done that. My I, I, I don't. I, yeah. My if phone Stuart, does not support it. If I'm Stu and Clarence did Vine, it would, be, it would redefine the internet as we know it. So it's probably for the best. I don't think they have a rating <laughs> system on it yet. Yeah, exactly. So you could probably get away with one. Uh, if my phone would – I can't do it on my phone. It doesn't work. I can't even watch your Vines on it. I, I haven't seen any do you, of them. Do you have a Zach work. Morris type thing where it's got the no. big <laughs> – no. I got This is my phone here. I'll hold it up to the screen. It's a regular <laughs> smartphone. I don't know. It's it seems very phone. intelligent. You're right. Yeah. yeah for everybody, uh, on the, everybody on the podcast, you just held up something that looked like a smartphone that's possibly a couple of years old. Look, sidebar here, you should also somehow record the stuff that's going on here on the video and the sell video. that alongside the After Dark stuff. Yeah, but here's the thing. This is how you, first you get the khakis, then you get the jobs, then you get the women. That's the process. <laughs> nobody, nobody on this podcast is going to sell things by being... By um, any yeah. video being Visible? sold here, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. by no, being seen, no. this this podcast <laughs> is better as audio only. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can bring in the good looking guests as much as we want. Bonus, Gleam, and you, you know, we'll yeah. bring in all the twins daily guys. I'm insulted that you group the eye candy. Yeah, the no, eye candy, but. Eventually, no. you're going to get to the actual participants. Holly is, is Holly Mantooth is the one yeah. that you guys need to bring in. If, if we get Holly back, we'll just point the webcam directly at her, and yeah. then we can go yeah. from there. But right. that's it. Really, is not an attractive podcast. I noticed that that was one where Stu showed up at in person. Yeah, too. Yeah, Stu shows up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, he doesn't go to mine, but yeah, Holly. Yeah, he's, he's down here in Minneapolis, front and center. Was Stu here for the last time you were here? No, no. He, he wasn't here. No, I was actually from home the last time. When, but I like Parker, so I was just well. Yeah, had we, to do some parenting tonight, so those yeah. things happen. But yeah, you made it down for Hallie's, so you know. Oh yeah, I, I think I'll make it down the next time she's around too, just because you know, just to make you feel bad. Leave the kids in the car. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> Here's some deli meat, kids. I'm going inside for a while. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. All right. I, I think we're pretty much done with the minor league baseball questions, and we've managed to waste an hour on asking Parker to explain the minor leagues to us. So yeah. I think that's a good I think that's a good effort out of us. Um, I think we can cut her off. Yeah, mm-hmm. Parker's at at over the baggie on Twitter. You should really follow him. He's one of the best things about Twitter. I saw Rand today named his three favorite Twitter accounts, and none of us were on there. Oh, I take what? as an insult. I, I that Stu wasn't on there, and Clarence really should have been on there. Who was no, it? Yeah. He's not gonna. He he and I are Twitter adversaries. I don't expect any. Well, you're like his ugly redheaded stepchild thing going on there, right? You just kind of give him a lot him? of no. effing heat on there, and he just ignores me, and I don't blame him one effing bit because <laughs> that's all. That's what I would do too. Yeah. Uh, there's not much I enjoy more than yanking his tip. Well, yeah, he's got to be professional because he's working under the Star Tribune. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I was surprised he actually did like post uh, party bus stuff. Sometimes I'm like, oh, you're 
kind of working under the Star Tribune. So that's kind of his thing, though. He's kind of a it's sports kind of writer who's not guy. a sports yeah. writer. Yeah. That's right. He actually enjoys sports. No, his his top three tweeters who weren't local media guys, I mm. think, were Celebrity Hot Tub, Sharkman, and Holly. Those are the Fucking top three. A. That's right. Two people have been a guest on this podcast. Yeah, though, that's pretty good for I gotta you. I got to feel good yeah, about us. Yeah. <laughs> and Dana was his top local. Dana yeah. Wessel was his top local one. And Russo. Royce was, Russo. That's right. Which it's, Russo obviously right. deserves to be on there because everybody oh, yeah. loves Mike Russo. If he released this before the party bus, I would have cunt punted him out of that door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. Wow. Yeah. I would want to use that word. I'll tell you, Twitter is different now that Dana's not on there like all the time because he has an actual yeah. job that's in, in the morning. Yeah, it's right. night and day. I know mm-hmm. it. I know mm-hmm. it. Uh, I know we it. miss you, Dana. Dana. We Dana, miss Dana. Come back. We miss Dana. I mean, obviously, it's great that you've got a job producing an actual show, and I like your show a lot. I listen to it on the way to work every day. But do you really? We, yeah. Do they talk to him? Does he get to talk? No. They mentioned him this no, morning. No. Though. No. They. Uh, he, I, I think it was. I think it was Reno. Was like, oh, our producer Dana is shaking his head at me right now. Oh, he is so Dana now produces a radio show in the mo- a morning show, Corn Dog and the Platypus on K Twin on K Twin on ninety six point three Drive Time Morning the Morning Zoo. It's a good show. Uh-huh. You should listen to it. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite morning show now. They got rock so- I like the music. I'm not you know. Um, it's not your deep cuts. Night your old. You get current. Smash Mouth All Star and yeah. <laughs> oh, the current. Ooh. No, it's fucking Aha. All of Stu's favorite music on the current. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's fucking yeah. It's a major it's, sticking uh, point for our podcast. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we miss you, Dana. We wish you were on Twitter more. Gene. They played Michael Jackson the other day. Holy shit! Billy I Gene feel like awesome. that station though is so. Vanilla, though, right? I'm I mean, okay I I like their twins coverage and I like that kind of stuff, but they don't try to offend anybody anywhere. I want yeah. I want to be offended. I want some sportive stuff. Yeah, but if you want like offend, injected. you want offensive stuff. You should come to this podcast. That's what I'm Just saying. Just turn that you on. You guys need to somehow lobby yeah. to get this to be That's like the afternoon drive yeah. time. If type. we were on afternoon drive, we would be FCC fine immediately. Well, yeah, because of Clarence's yeah. GD mouth. Yeah. Not, not one of us. Can, I, well, know it. I guess I have successfully managed to keep it clean, but that's it for the podcast. So when you guys reach 100 podcasts, will you swear on that one? Will I swear on yeah. that one? Yeah. I, I don't see how I help the podcast by swearing. Hmm. We've got enough swearing on it already. Everybody's got their role. Yeah, you guys offended I, my grandma last time. I yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> I Tell that story that. quick. <laughs> so we need to recap Parker's think, last. What, what was I on episode? Th- episode I don't know. So eighteen. I have trouble remembering which one. Like eleven, twelve, or something like that. And I posted on my Facebook page. My grandma. She's a very active Facebooker, as most elderly women are, right? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> so I'm like, hey, you know. And, and your guys' tagline had something to do with. Uh, Hey, you know, we've got special guest uh, Parker Hageman and his foul mouth or whatever. Yeah, something right? like that. And I'm like, hey, you know, this is a nice explicit deal. And my grandma, under the comments section on the Facebook page, says, uh, she's like, oh, I'm so proud of you, you know? <laughs> so proud of your dirty mouth. <laughs> oh, whoops. <laughs> Sorry, grandma. Yeah. Uh, Nothing you haven't heard before, Grandma. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing Grandpa didn't say to you. She's dead now, so it's fine. No, she's not. No, she's not. She's she's (laughs) liar. You killed her with your terribly foul mouth. 
Clarence did when he just opened his GD mouth. When I talked about yeah, <laughs> cocksuckers and glory holes. And, yeah. I wasn't on for that one. Was, yeah. no. I think that was Holly's podcast. Was Holly's. You wait that's for the right, women yeah. to do the glory hole. Yeah, mouth. that's when things really get out of yeah. hand around here. Anyway, I think I started this thought with saying you're at over the baggie on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> that was like 10 minutes, minutes ago. Now. We were wrapping this thing up. <laughs> um, Twinsdaily.com, DiamondCentric.com. You're really everywhere. I'm on BuzzFeed, too. Are I don't you? know if you guys saw the you're BuzzFeed not on thing. BuzzFeed. Yeah, uh, with my well, stupid right. face. With we the didn't stupid even face. talk about the yeah, stupid no, face. No, we didn't we talk stupid about face. that. That was... Uh, that may have been the high point of the internet for me. Yeah, it's hard to talk about a stupid face on on a podcast. Tell us for anybody who hasn't seen this this GIF of Parker reacting oh, to a foul ball. Okay, I go with GIF. I'm not going with. GIF. I don't know. The what alphabet that's... says we go with GIF. We're... All right, we'll go with GIF we'll from now on. Anyway, cut that cut that part out, John. Anybody hasn't edit that out? Yeah, uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> we're not editing editing anything. Um, talk us through that. That little moment right there. What happened? There? So we had some. You're good, internet famous as well, right? Right. It's uh, we had some pretty good seats down on the first baseline, right by the camera well, right. And I'm uh, so for six innings, my dad and I, my sister got the seats. Uh, she's got her and her friend on the railing, and my dad and I are the. Because she's a famous model for Devani's. Yeah, they're Devani's related yep. seats. That's what they give their models. Yep. Um. So <laughs> for about six innings, we're sitting on that rail. Seven innings, we're sitting away from it. And uh, we go out to get the last beer before they close it down, of course. And Paul Allen, PA from the K-Fan Show, was sitting two rows behind me, you know. Mm-hmm. And I do the whole stop, and we take some pictures, and give Aaron Gleeman some shit about him going in, you know. <laughs> like, hey, don't worry about going in. I'm, I'm taking your spot now, buddy. <laughs> and, uh, you know, go get some beers. My sister finally says, hey, why don't you take that rail, you know. Yep. It's been eight innings or whatever. So I take the rail. And uh, Carlos Gomez lofts a nice, nice fall ball where I'm sitting there going, oh, my God. I've got this. This is awesome. I'm reaching over, reaching over. And then I realize it's too far out of reach. And it, I'm like waiting for the back land on the cement. And Chris Parmalee, fucking Superman's over the fence, catches the ball and blows my fucking mind. Right? <laughs> it's, just, it's just gone. I'm just. If you watch boom. this clip or this this gif, you can see Parker's mind just snap. You can see it and there's blood everywhere. It's, yep. uh, it's amazing. So he, he catches it, somehow lands three steps down on cement while he dove it was crazy and then he gets up he runs away and i'm still doing the my mind is blown my hands are out and my mouth is open type thing and fsn's cameras captured it and then it just i believe up buzzfeed referred to this as the mom made pizza rolls face that's exactly how it went it's <laughs> mom made pizza rolls face and it really was pizza rolls are fucking delicious i don't think you'll find any disagreement there no no we don't have anybody to disagree with that yeah, apparently our our internet connection has died here, so let's wrap it up. Uh, thanks for listening. We're at the 100-minute mark just about here, so congratulations us. We've done a good job tonight. Uh, we're on the web at thesportive.com, on Twitter at, at Sportive Podcast. You probably know where we're on the web because that's where you've had to go to download this because, frankly, nobody's downloading this through iTunes. Everybody's just going through Twitter. Our thanks to Parker for being here again. You know, it's fantastic. At this point... With all the guests we've had, it would be better if we just removed ourselves from the equation and just had our guests talk to each other. They're really the the heart and soul of this podcast. So thanks to Parker. Um, thanks for listening. I think I already said that. We'll, just, we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.
Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 